This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So we got to talk to someone who's good at something. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about Alex Gold, the host of Cody and Gold and that betting show on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City. Also host of What's at Stake on the Chiefs Radio Network as well. Alex, good morning to you. Would you say that you have any sort of, I feel like no matter how much you cover sports, like everyone has like a weak spot, right? Like I don't follow too much hockey or I don't really know this or I'm not great with coaches. Is there one weak spot in under your sports umbrella where you're like, this just isn't my favorite area? Oh, it's definitely hockey, guys. I, I grew up in Kansas yeah. City, and so we don't have, you know, we had an NHL team way back before I was born, the Kansas City Scouts. Um, but so it's definitely oh, NHL. Wow. In fact, you guys will be surprised by this, and it's again because of where I'm from. But the one sport I've never been to an NHL game in my life. Now I'm hoping to change that in two weeks if the Chiefs oh. get to the Super Bowl. But that's it, uh, because the Golden Knights. We are. I, I already looked ahead. The Golden Knights play on a Tuesday night Super Bowl week, so I will find a way to go if that happens. But yeah, no NHL. Nice. It's not that I don't like it. I just I just don't have the knowledge base compared to any of the other sports at all. Well, and also if you don't have the opportunity, you know, if you don't have a team locally, it can be tough. I'm like that with the NBA. Like the closest team we have is Memphis, and I've never been to one of their games. I've been to a Lakers oh, wow. game, okay. but like I'm not climbing the Lakers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with where you are from geographically speaking as well. We were talking about this before you came on, and I think it's really interesting. And I like having people on the show who are beat writers or somebody who has boots on the ground uh, for the team that we're talking about. Because you kind of know the vibes of the team going in and some of these things that we don't see in the stat sheet and we don't see in the box score. We were talking about the villain status of the Kansas City Chiefs this year, and it's wild. I don't think anybody would have predicted that a team from Kansas City with a quarterback who has a voice like Kermit the Frog would be the villain of this year's playoffs. But does it feel like that to the team? 100%. I think they embrace it, though, Chelsea. I mean, I, we, we heard this last week, even going into the Buffalo Bills game, where they were they were the villain. Then I would argue they've been the villain since they won their second Super Bowl last year. I mean, I think this happens in sports all the time. Eventually, people get sick and tired of you. And then, fair or not, you add on the Taylor Swift stuff, which I still don't know why it really bugs people, but it does. And so you add that to it, and people think there's Kelsey fatigue on top of it, and you get this perfect storm of, yeah, I can't stand that team. And that, that's what happens in sports. It's what happens in pop culture, unfortunately. And so everybody in Kansas City is, is embracing it. You know, it is a unique spot because you don't think of, a, you know, a, a fan base in, in the Midwest and, you know, a team like Kansas City with whether it was the Royals or whether it's the Chiefs ever being the team that everybody hates or thinking that the league is set up to win. And, you know, it, it's bizarre. It is a unique time here. I grew up in Kansas City. And so if you would have told me that, uh, at some point in my lifetime, sports fans in other markets would think that the league is trying to put things together for a team in Kansas City to win. I would have laughed at you. But that's where we're at. That's where we're at. And it really yeah. is all because of, uh, of Patrick Mahomes. Alex, I don't know how to phrase this question. I'm just going to throw it out. But is there something intangible when it comes to a Patrick Mahomes-led team, this team? And I say that because even in a year when it looks like, okay, this isn't the best version that they've had, they just seem to always find a way, no matter the situation, if that makes sense. This is where the, the Patriots example comes to mind. I'm sure you guys have yeah. brought it up. I mean, it just, it, we all watched the Patriots many years ago with Tom Brady and 
what, three of those rings at least, I would argue, were a year where we're all like, okay, that team's just not, they're not good enough this year. It's going to be one of those off years for Brady. Next thing you know, we're all watching on, you know, championship Sunday and then eventually for the Super Bowl, and there is Tom Brady hoisting another Lombardi. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that he's at Brady's level yet, but if there was anybody else that you can make the comp to, it's obviously Patrick Mahomes. And, and so if you're looking at how Brady was able to will teams through where you go through the 53 man roster and you look at the opponent, like the Ravens that the chiefs are facing on Sunday and they're healthier than the chiefs. And you go through all these reasons why, yeah, the Ravens should win this game, but yet it would not surprise anybody. I don't think it should at least if the chiefs end up in the Super Bowl again. And that's just what some of the great ones do. They find ways to carry their team. And you know, it's not just Mahomes. I think Andy Reid is, is part of this as well. You know, last yesterday, I guess Mahomes was, asked about you know why is this team not have some of the same distractions that you see in other markets and he credited Andy Reid he said that that foundation was there before I was even here in Kansas City and so I I think it it starts at the top with Andy Reid and truly the the mentality they always talk in in training camp that you know they build up their goal uh and focus all offseason is the AFC West and and obviously they have bigger goals than that but just the way they approach it um and no matter how many Super Bowl titles that, that you have Still, this team is able to reset each year, um, and I think that's a credit to Andy Reid. And then now, here they are, and they're as prepared and, and experienced as any team still alive. Okay, so on paper, the Ravens have a ton of advantages. Overall, they look like the much better team. The defense has been rock solid, even against the best quarterbacks in the NFL. But there is one stat or trend, I should say, that is making me very scared to bet on the Ravens. And that is Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. Nine, one, and Mm. one against the spread. That is a pretty jarring metric and something that makes me very nervous. Where does this fit into your handicap? Yeah, so look, I'm at a point now, and I know this is not a typically a, a smart way to approach trends, right? Because trends to me should guide you. They they shouldn't be why you just flat out bet something. But, but this is one, Chelsea, where I really struggle with because you're telling me that a guy that's going to either be, to me, the second greatest quarterback of all time or when it's all said and done, who knows? We'll have that debate in 10, and 15, you know, 10 or 15 years from now between him and Brady. And when Brady was an underdog, we all ran to the table, to, to in the window, I should say, to bet. And so I'm kind of there with Mahomes, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, you're going to give me three and a half. I saw one book last night, one book that I could still find a four on the board even. You're going to give me three and a half or, or four points for Patrick Mahomes on the road against a quarterback that still has struggled at times in the postseason. That's one in three against Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback that once called Mahomes and the Chiefs his kryptonite until he won on a Sunday night football game back in 2021, in which Clyde Edwards-Alaire fumbled the ball on what was a you know a drive to ice the game away. Like I, I struggle with that. Like I, I'm not at the point where I'm willing to tell you the Chiefs are winning this game. I need to find out a lot more on the injury front. But I, I am very close to just saying, hey, Mahomes, underdog, I don't care what it is. If it's over three, I'm, I'm betting it. And that, that's kind of where I'm leaning right now. We're talking with Alex Gold. He is host of Cody and Gold and that betting show on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City. Also host of What's at Stake on the Chiefs Radio Network. Alex, let's flip the script a little bit and talk about Lamar Jackson. And certainly he is in line to win the Most Valuable Player Award this season. He's been unbelievable. But the Chiefs do have a very stout defense, which I feel like doesn't get talked about enough. How do you at least slow down Lamar Jackson to win this game if you're Kansas City? A big part of this, though, is going to be the injury to Willie Gay, their their linebacker. So Mm -hmm. he's their most athletic linebacker on this football team. 
He's got a neck injury. He, you know, all of a sudden last Saturday it popped up on the injury report. He ended up starting, ended up playing, but you guys probably recall recall watching the Bills game. He left the game, did not return. Uh, yesterday he was limited in practice. And so that's one to watch. I mean, that is key. You talk about the athleticism of Lamar Jackson. If you don't have him, all right, Drew Tranquil has done a very nice job filling in. But then you're looking at a second-year guy, Leo Chanel, and you just don't have the same athleticism. So you know, that's why even when I'm looking at some of the prop bets for Lamar Jackson, and I think it's, what, 63.5, something like that, rushing, you know, I, I don't think I'm betting the under, but you know, if I'm going to bet the over, I'm feeling great if you find out Willie Gay Jr. is not playing in this game. So that's one where I, I got to know more probably uh, in terms of how I – look at Lamar's rushing numbers in particular, I think that is still how he's going to have to get it done. And this is not me telling you he can't pass. We're way past that conversation. I think it's ridiculous. Anybody still thinks he can't pass the football or anything like that. But if you're the Chiefs, when you have Legereus Sneed, who has shut down every number one wide receiver this year, and you got Trent McDuffie, who is one of the best corners in football as well, going back to your point about being underrated, I don't think they're names that people talk about. I don't think they're just going to be able to throw the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. and Zay Flowers and have success throughout the day. You know, I think it will have to be more Mark Andrews or the, the legs of Lamar Jackson and then Gus Edwards up the middle of this defense. And that, that's probably the biggest concern I would have still about the Chiefs. We saw Buffalo take advantage of this right in the heart of that defensive line. Derek Noddy is probably not a name anybody listening right now knows. He's a Chiefs defensive lineman. He's a run stuffer, um, but he, you know, is likely done for the season, likely not playing in this game, did not play last week. And that was a huge void. And then Buffalo went away from the run. If the Ravens stick to that, unless there's this adjustment, I think that is where they can actually have the most success against Kansas City's defense, who has been so stellar. I mean, the second half adjustments, nobody's adjusted better, Michael. I mean, they, they've given up seven points or less in the second half all year. Okay, so next question is similar to the question that I asked you last week, and it was about Travis Kelsey. So the question last week was, can we trust Travis Kelsey now that it's the postseason? Because usually this is when he does his finest work. Last week we saw, you know, a classic Kelsey game. It felt like he was back with a vengeance. So Travis Kelsey, I'm looking, at any time touchdown is plus 115. Is this another Kelsey game? I think it has to be for the Chiefs to win. And so I think the mentality and the mindset – uh, is going to be that. You know, I think we've seen he looks, as I said last week with you guys, healthier and fresh. I really believe the Week 18 mm -hmm. game that he did not play helped him. And, and so you're starting to see him kind of get that swagger back. I also think it helps not only is it the postseason and, and everything's on the line and the great ones step up in these moments, but he's well aware of the history aspect. You know, he, he's getting close to multiple Jerry Rice records, records in the postseason that everybody thought were virtually untouchable. And he's getting really close to the reception number in the postseason. He's got a lot of work still to do on the yardage, but he's getting very close on, on the touchdown numbers. We now know Mahomes and Kelsey are, are the, the the duo is past uh, Gronk and what Brady and Gronk did in the postseason from a touchdown uh, perspective. And so I, I really think that this is just going to be another game where he's going to have plenty of opportunities. He had, what, five catches last time out. I think he'll get another seven-plus targets in this game. So, yeah, I would feel confident with that. But I'll be honest, uh, Chelsea, there's another tight end prop that I like. It's the backup tight end, Noah Gray. It's only 10.5 yards for Noah Gray. He only gets about three targets a game. Uh, but if you go and, and you take a look, when he catches the ball, they're, they're usually seven-plus yard receptions. And so I actually like the over. He's got over that 12 times. Let's see, three of the last four, uh, and he's got over that number 12 times this year. So Noah Gray, it's just 10.5 yards. You get one or two catches, and, and I really believe that they will lean into him a little bit more. 
He is Alex Gold, host of Cody and Gold and that betting show on 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City. Also check him out as host of What's at Stake on the Chiefs Radio Network and on X, Twitter, whatever, at Alex Gold. Alex, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. Anytime. So, Chelsea, I have a quick question for you. we got about a minute or so left, and maybe it's not long enough to answer this question. Is there a coaching advantage? On either side, you get two of the best head coaches in the game and Andy Reid and John Harbaugh. I can't figure it out. Maybe maybe it's just they cross each other out. I think so, too. It's similar to the conversation we had in the national, or not not the national championship game, but one of the college football playoff semifinals. Nick Saban mm-hmm. against the other Harbaugh. So I think, to me, it's more about the execution of the players on the field, and namely for the Chiefs. Because hasn't that been their downfall in some of these games is the receivers making those big-time drops? I'm wondering if we're going to see that again. Because remember, during the regular season, that was the problem that wouldn't go away. Wasn't a problem last game, but could it be an issue now against the Ravens? Wouldn't be shocked. Um, I wouldn't be either. I will say, the more we talk about this game, I'm starting to really, really get excited for championship weekend. Ooh, and it's almost here. It's a Thursday. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.